All right, all right, all right. We back. We are back. Back Porch Sports Podcast TV. <laughs> <laughs> With your boy Fuzz. Hey, we gonna jump right into this, man. Uh mm-hmm. Julio Jones. Yeah, he's about to get traded. Hopefully. He 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 said he out of here like last year. <laughs> uh it's well, my Ravens were in the mix, allegedly. Yeah, uh-huh. but I heard today that we're not in the mix for him no more. But mm. I'm hearing the Seahawks. Seahawks, yeah, man, that'll be definitely dangerous. Uh, DK Metcalf and Julio Jones, along with the mm. mobile quarterback. Hey, that yes, is, sir. That is something teams do not want to see. That I don't even want to think about it, let alone see it. Nah, <laughs> I don't think I don't think nobody wants to see that. Right, um, right, right. That is definitely dangerous. Now I don't know whether um teams are willing to give up that first round pick. Right. Um I know Seahawks is a team that really doesn't have too many picks to give. Mm. And I feel like that would kind of set them back. Mm-hmm. Um it would definitely make them a competitor for this year, but mm-hmm. in the in the near future I don't uh that might set them back a few I mean a few years. Um I- I mean, they were a playoff team last year, even though they got trounced in the first round, mm. you know, by the Rams. But they yeah. were a playoff team. Mm. So, it's like, I think they'll be a playoff team. You know, I'm, I'm jumping ahead of myself because I ain't got to them yet. But, I mean, the price is heavy for Julio Jones, man. Yeah, yeah. So, you got to give you got to give away a first-round pick, and you got to pay him, like, what, $16 million? I'm almost a little bit over 15, so, about 15, so. 3, 15, 4. I mean, he's definitely, you know, he, he's a gift. He's a, he's a beast, whatever. But it's a luxury. You know, um, like I said, I don't see too many teams being willing to give away that type of uh, cargo, as I say. <laughs> cargo. For, uh, yeah, for Julio Jones. So, uh, we shall see, man. We shall see. We shall see. All right. So, last week we talked about predictions. Mm-hmm. We've been doing that for the past couple of weeks. Yeah. So today we are on the AFC East. All right. Now, Quan, you kind of got me with the presentation. I'm usually on point with like the presentations and stuff like that, but you did good. So I'm again, <laughs> I'm proud, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna give you ball first, man. Go ahead and handle your business. All right. So I'm gonna jump right into it. So Talking about the AFC East. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's going to go a little something like this. So, we're going to talk about the Bills for a minute. So, this is their schedule. Uh, you know, 18 weeks, but you, you get recorded for 17 games. Mm-hmm. So, I got them going 4-0 because I believe those first four games is definitely winnable. I'm a still a fan, but I can admit that we're going to lose that game. Just because, for one, we are trying to find our identity. Mm-hmm. So I look forward for us to be trying to run the ball a lot. Plus, not to mention, we are under a new offensive coordinator. Right. So we have to learn one another. Plus, we have lost pieces on the offensive line. So it's a lot It's a lot to see for Pittsburgh. We're not going to talk about right, that right now. But I got them going 4-0 for the first four weeks. Mm-hmm. Losing against the Chiefs because um, the Chiefs is just going to, you know, go toe-to-toe with them, you know, that might be like 36-33 type of game. Right. Uh, come out on top by a field goal. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Tennessee is still one-dimensional for me until they prove otherwise, until they prove they can run and pass the ball. Um, Dolphins, Jags, Jets are going another three-win uh, uh, win streak for the uh, eight through ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lose against the Colts just because I can't have them beating everybody, and I feel like that <laughs> offensive line on in Indianapolis is manageable enough to withhold that defense. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the Colts do have Carson Wentz over there in Indiana, mm-hmm. so. Um, that's great for him, being that he's kind of like a mobile quarterback. You give a mobile quarterback a good offensive line with T.Y. still over there. I feel right. like they have a chance to somewhat compete. Now, the Bills might still overplay them just because of the players they have over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Saints are just definitely going to feel that post-Drew Brees thing going on. Um, now, I don't know whether they might be clicking around week 12, but I, I feel like the Bills is definitely going to be way more in sync than the Saints are mm-hmm. around that time. They win against the Patriots. They lose against the Bucks, uh, Panthers. Uh, they win against Patriots. They lose. I got them going one on one just because of division and how Bill Belichick is set up. So yeah, he's really not going to allow you to come to him uh, to his house for one and not play <laughs> him. He's definitely going to have some type of game plan to kind of take somebody away from you make you utilize somebody else a little bit more than the other, being mm-hmm. that they have two star receivers in Emmanuel Sanders and Stefan Diggs. Right. And um, they went out for the last two weeks. So that's 13 and four. And I just kind of want to talk about the bills, man. They actually played a great year last year with 30, 38 sacks, 15 interceptions, which may not seem a lot, but you have teams like the Houston Texans. And when they had three interceptions as a team um, for 17 weeks of football. So, 15 interceptions for a secondary is definitely great, man. You got teams that uh, it was like a three-way tie with the Steelers, the Patriots, and some other teams had like 18 interceptions, man. So 15 mm. is definitely good. Uh, they definitely – the Bills definitely have to do better. And rushing yards allowed, they rank 16th. Uh, and like I said, Stephon Diggs, when he came to the Bills, he definitely took the top off the defense. He had, mm. over, he had over 1,500 yards receiving. Um and now they have Emmanuel Sanders. And just a reminder that Cole Beasley is over there, and he had almost a thousand yards himself. So you add that together with Emmanuel's statistics, you're looking at three receivers maybe getting over a thousand yards receiving mm-hmm. with a, a healthy Josh Allen who has, you know, has shown us and proved us that he has an arm on him and he can run the ball. Because, you know, when he does decide to be mobile, he's a big running back. Uh, so, man, I'm really big on the Bills. I'm excited for him. Uh, they definitely proved themselves last year, but I think they even going to go a step higher this year, being that they are adding talent to that offense, man. And with a strong um, quarterback like Josh Allen, and that's something to see. So next up, Miami Dolphins. Mm. Got them going nine and eight. Um, I've seen them win manageable games with the roster that they have. So all the W's that y'all see up here is uh, against teams who roster kind of match theirs, but you know, um, I see them, you know, coming out on a few games, um, you know, coming out on top on a few games. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the Dolphins was great last year on third down conversions, man. They held teams at 31.3% mm-hmm. on third down conversions. So that's under 50%. You can barely get a third down conversions on them, which means a lot because it helps the defense out. So third and short, third and long, you want your defense to go off the field. So if you got 
you know, a team, you know, you hold the teams under 50%, man, on converting, you got a good chance of getting your, your offense back on the field. Right. So they ranked third in scoring allowed, 18.8 points a game, third in the league, had 41 sacks, which is 10th, which is pretty good. Only thing I see them uh, need improvement on is they rush defense. They ranked 19th. Passing defense, they ranked 17th, which isn't bad, but it isn't good either. Mm-hmm. And all categories on the offense was ranked 15th or higher in all aspects. Mm. So uh, rushing yards per game, points per game, all that stuff. 15 or higher, man. So if they improve on that, on that um offensive side of the ball and continue to do what they did last year on the defense side of the ball, they might actually uh prove me wrong in winning nine games now that I actually think about it. Mm. So uh shall see though. Nine and eight. New okay. England. I got them going eight and nine. Oh, we got another another losing season? Pretty much, pretty much, Ooh. but not not seventy nine though, not seventy nine. So they they, they improve by one game. They improve by a game. <laughs> we'll take that. Um, you know, Bill Belichick went shopping on the off uh, during the off season of free agency, mm-hmm. but I still don't think it's good enough because technically he he opened up the door on the offensive side of the ball because Cam Newton. To be quite frank with you, he didn't have any playmakers on that side of the ball. Right. So he kind of focused on the tight end, right receiver type of thing. Mm-hmm. But he didn't touch that defense much. So I think they definitely need to touch that defense a little up a little more. So I don't see them really competing a lot, man. So that goes back to like what I had with the Dolphins winning manageable games. Mm-hmm. I kind of like them in that same sequence. Okay. Um I, I think they go on a three uh three and oh start for the first three weeks, lose against the Bucks. Texans, uh, they win against, they lose against the Cowboys, and that's actually hard for me to say. But I gotta be honest with you, man. Dallas looks pretty good over there, man. They didn't sign Dick Prescott, they got Zeke still over there, Mari Cooper, um, uh, D Lamb, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so they got talent over there, and their defense is pretty good too. So I got them losing and, um, Losing against the Chargers, they losing against the Chargers. Um, Panthers, Browns is nothing to play with, especially with OBJ coming back. Defense they had, um, they didn't add it to Davion Clowney, who may not be a major piece. But, <laughs> uh, definitely somebody that can. Oh, that's a Davion Clowney. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eight and nine for the Patriots. Um, all right, all right, all right. And then New York. Yes. <laughs> so this was actually hard for me oh, uh, predicting their their season just because I was like, man, these are a lot of L's I had them taking. For um, real. For but real, for real. when I see that they might be either overpowered on the defensive side or the offensive side of the ball, and it, you know, the Jets really didn't do too too much during this offseason mm. um to really make me feel like they could be a contender this year. Mm-hmm. So I got them going three and fourteen. Um, yeah, man, those are my predictions. So this is how it's going to play out. Okay. Um, and you know, the Dolphins and the Pats might go to what we t- kind of talked about last week about that division, uh, yeah. that a divisional record. Um, the fight for like second I, place. But like I said, man, if the Dolphins can improve on that offense side of the ball and with the statistics I just read out, uh, about their defense last year, they might be able to win maybe 10 or 11 games, but. At this time, for what I see, I see them going nine to eight. 
Okay. So, yeah, man, so, those are my predictions. So, definitely something to see. Um, so, by one game? By one game. By one game. The Dolphins. Okay. Okay. Yeah, by one well, game. I like the approach that you took with your predictions. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. So, I, I kind of sort of took a different approach. Okay. All right. So let me get y'all here. All righty. All right. AFC East. 2021 way too early predictions way too early early predictions here we go Uh oh there we go all right so you know they're playing the nfc south they're playing the afc south also other afc opponents the bills got the steelers which is the afc north basically dolphins got the ravens patriots got the browns and the jets got the Bengals. I honestly feel like that Jets Bengals game is going to be for who gets the number one pick in next year draft. Yep, I can see that. I really see that happening. All right, so we're going to start with the division winner, Buffalo Bills. Uh, I believe they made it to the divisional round. No, they made it to the championship game. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, yeah, the championship yeah, game. Against the Chiefs, yep. Yeah. Uh, they went 13 and 3 last year. That's pretty good. I'm trying to admit it. They made their voice hurt. Man, listen. <laughs> so, they, as y'all see on the screen, they had some key acquisitions there, um, namely Emmanuel Sanders. Now, yes, he's on the on the wrong side of, of 30 and everything, but the brother could still make the occasional play. I still see him as like the third or fourth option on that team, though. I see third, yep. Maybe third or fourth. It's gonna, also, it's gonna be him. It's gonna be Stefan Diggs, Cole Beasley, and Emmanuel then Sanders. yeah, then then him, right? And I really see them putting him in the slot too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, they also resigned Matt Milano, Joe Feliciano, Daryl Williams, and Levi Wallace. I chose even though you know y'all like who them. I chose them because those are positions that you need to sign or resign. Mm-hmm. You know that's death. Reasons, especially with the guard and right tackle, right? Right. So, 2021, I have them going 12 and 5. But they're challenging for the number one seed. Yeah. Okay. They're going to be challenging for the number one seed. Um, I got them going 12 and 5 because of a longer schedule. Yeah. And there's going to be some teams that they're playing this year that's going to surprise them. Oh, yeah. Because, you know... The Bills, the Bills are different. Mm-hmm. See, they, you know, I forget their record in 2019, but 2020, they, they wound up losing three games because the offense started to click thanks to them getting Stephon Diggs. Yeah. But I feel like, I really feel like 12 and 5 is reasonable for the Bills. Mm-hmm. All right. So we can go next to the Miami Dolphins. I like my little transitions there. Those transitions kind of dope to me. All right. <laughs> Key acquisitions, they got Jason McCourty, Will Fuller. I like what they did there. Uh, they were signed Calvin Munson, Jamal Perry, and Landon Robinson. They went 10-6 last year. That's pretty good for a Dolphins team within the past 20, 25 years. I got them going 11-6 this year. Okay. Because outside of Buffalo, the divisional opponents are beatable. 
Pretty much. The mighty fortress in Foxborough has been destroyed. <laughs> um, the Jets, like you said, when you was doing your predictions, the Jets are the Jets. So I, I see them sweeping one of those two. More, like, more than likely Jets. And, you know, they always play New England well, regardless of who's under center. But see, here's the thing, though. The reason why I had them losing that uh, first week is because they go to Foxborough. So they've they've won in Foxborough when the stakes were high. I understand, but the first <laughs> week, you know, you understand the first week of football is like it's based off of really chemistry and what you already have established. Yeah, but they but they do get a preseason this year. Remember that they do get three weeks worth of preseason. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely so, right. But I still don't see them going to Foxborough and beating Bill Belichick and them boys like that. Not like that. I, not a, not like that, man. Ain't no way. I don't think the NFL is gonna allow that to happen. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a. It's two words. I'm going to tell you. That's that leads me to believe that they're gonna give New England a run. Yeah. Brian Flores, he is the coach of the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. He's he was also an assistant. Mm-hmm. He has a pretty good record against Bill Belichick so far. He's done better than Eric Mangini. Romeo Cornell, Josh McDaniels, Matt Patricia. I think Matt Patricia did Matt Patricia beat him. I think he did. I think, so. I I think, think so. he did. So he, he, but Josh McDaniels, not too Romeo, many times though. No, 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 no. Cause they ain't play that much. They ain't play each other that much. Uh-uh. I think it's once every four years. Mm-hmm. But Brian Flores has a good record against Belichick. See, he see him twice a year. I think he split with him. You know what I'm saying? But it was one high stakes game they played. I remember watching that game. And <laughs> I had I said the Dolphins was going to win. Everybody else was like, nah, New England got this. I'm like, no, Miami got that. Because I seen historically what Miami can do to New England. Oh yeah, that blue messing up every time. But I don't right. I don't see them beating them week one right off right off the gate. Okay. But I but I do see them winning eleven games. Okay, that's nice. I, I got them one in eleven, but last but certainly not least, no, I ain't. Even, I'm just playing. This is the New England Patriots. I ain't done with them yet. <laughs> <laughs> that 2020 record was seven and nine. Uh, key acquisitions y'all see before you: uh, Hunter Henry, Nelson Aguilar, Matt Judon, and Jonu Smith. So they went, like you said, they went shopping. Yeah, they went shopping a little bit. They a little shopping. They also re-signed James White and Lawrence Guy, right? I have them returning back to the winning season ways because, as you, as we said last week, there is no more five hundred seasons. Wow! Nope. If it if it was a you know the old NFL seasons, they'd be going five hundred. But I got them one game above five hundred, which is nine and eight. Okay, I got them. Going back into the win column. My way too early prediction is, though, Cam Newton will not finish the season mm. as a starter. Do too. Poor gameplay. That's tough. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> uh, I, I believe even if he does have poor gameplay, I really think they're still going to let him play out his one season. I don't know. They got, him again, for, they got him for the cheap. So I'm like... I don't see him finishing that season. If he balls out, they could they could reach them nine wins. I ain't gonna give him no more than nine wins. If he balls out, he, yeah, 
Yeah. Him, it might be able to get nine wins. I don't see him going over nine wins. So. If he becomes the Cam Newton of 2015, which who I, rushed for three thousand yards, who I highly see happening. I highly, I don't, I don't, I don't see that happening no. in this lifetime. <laughs> he's, too bang, he's too, he's too banged up. To even he, try he, to that right yeah, now. He, he's too raggedy right now. Then they'll go to ten wins, but nine wins is the most I can give them right now. And see, Bill Belichick, I don't really think he's going to allow him to really be that mobile quarterback that he once was in Carolina, just because that's nope. not he did. How. He did let him run last year, which I, which that's, was shocking. That's, that's just because they, they didn't have anybody else, and he knew that. You True. know what I'm saying? And even and even with him rushing, allowing him to rush, he only still rushed only like 600 yards. So that's nowhere near the 2015 year when he rushed almost 3,000 yards. So. You know, and and in New England, they really don't really believe in mobile quarterbacks like that. You know, they've been stuck with a pocket passer for twenty years. That's what I'm saying. So, but don't you think that Josh McDaniels is smart enough to play to his strengths? I mean, yeah, he is, but I don't think it's going to be successful with a quarterback who has had injuries, who you know, I'm saying offensive line is being rebuilt to allow him to put his career in, in jeopardy <laughs> like that, you know, so, to a player. I mean, and, and you know, and, 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 you know, my opinion about Cam Newton will never change. You know, he's not the same quarterback and he's kind of overrated. What's his real but, name? What's his real name? Cameron. That's what, <laughs> that's what, that's what Bill Belichick called him. But, that was funny. You know right? y'all, y'all had to been there for that one. Um, you know, I don't think they're going to allow him to really jeopardize himself like that because, you know, he's been banged up. Right. And, you know, he's definitely going to have to show that he's, you know, if he's going to do it, he's going to have to do both. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to be quite frank, I don't see him being able to do both. You know, he probably will try to force himself to buy out the pocket because Cam Newton having threw over, what, 64% in the last, since 2015. Put it like yeah. that. So, yeah. And I don't even think it was. I don't even think it was that high then. I think it was based off his ability to get out the pocket and haul tail. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and he still plays. But yeah, but other than that, mm, yeah. nine and eight, nine and eight for the Patriots. Nine and eight is pretty good for them. Last but certainly not least, the New York Jets. J e t s Jets, Jets, Jets. Twenty twenty record was two and fourteen. Uh, I'm not even gonna go through the key acquisitions. I mean, hey, that's what they got. Vinny Curry, <laughs> Vinny Curry, Sheldon Rankins, Tevin Coleman. They resigned Bennett Jackson, tight end <laughs> Daniel Brown. I got them improving by two games, though. All right, that's nice. This was a toss up for me because of my prediction for the Bengals, mm-hmm. but I really feel like. It's it's crazy how the schedule came out and they wind up playing each other. So I feel like that game, like I said at the top of the broadcast, that we are going to see the the battle for the number one pick. Yeah, between the Bengals and the, and the Jets. Oh yeah, and maybe the Jags too. Yep. I mean, and then the Jets they didn't they didn't really make no noise like that. I mean, even thinking back to the draft, I don't see who they. Picked. I need. I might need to go back and do my research, but I don't right. really see anybody of significance. They really said, "Okay, this is going to be our franchise X Y Z." So mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. But I got them winning four games. Hopefully, somewhat down the line, they click 
and prove me wrong and at least win six. The over, all right, the over is going to be six. Okay. The, the under, two. Cool. Oh, under, okay, two. So they Un- repeat. They, 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 they repeat winning two. But I got, but I'm not locking in to four and 13 right now. I'm not going to lock it in. I might even change that within the coming weeks if I see what the Jets are doing. Okay. But yeah, as of right now, four and thirteen. So hey. this how this how it's gonna set up. Buffalo Bills, they are the division winner by a couple of games. Um, they're gonna be winning the division at thirteen and four and possibly challenging for the number one seed. Based off what they did last year. That was a pretty good team last year. I can't even take that from them. Uh, Miami, they're going to be a playoff team. They narrowly missed out on the playoffs last year. They will be a playoff team this year. So you're saying the Dolphins are going to be a more playoff team than the Buffalo Bills? they just in the playoffs. Oh, okay, okay. So just I, in the playoffs. they just in the playoffs. They play wild card weekend because it's going to take you 10. It's going to take you more. To, it, the minimum you had to win in the AFC is 10 because everybody's, everybody's getting better. That's the minimum. And see, when you have divisions like the AFC North who has three teams winning over 10 games, then you kind of get exiled. You, you kind of so get exiled. Really, if that repeats itself, the minimum is 11 games. So Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. <laughs> so so, so yeah. forgive me. The, the, minimum in, the minimum in the AFC is yeah, going to be tough, 11 games. And then, two, they got a seventh playoff team. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, okay, if Miami, if you're going to win 11 games, I got to put you in the playoffs. Right. Wow. I New just Eng- thought the Miami Dolphins made it to the Donald playoffs. They had they have though. I mean they have, yeah, but not like, like as consistently. <laughs> <laughs> no, not consistently. <laughs> that, was, that was messed up. But, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, it's not something I get you seeing, but you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. Season, you know. It's like that's like a few years ago, Detroit made it to the playoffs. Like I was like, yeah. "Whoa, that's an anomaly!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the okay. the stars align. Yeah, yeah, you know, like yeah. like like the, like the usual suspects won't there. Yeah, uh, New England. I got them going third in that division with nine and eight, and the the, the caboose, <laughs> the the, the, <laughs> at the bottom. I got them going for the, the catfish. You know, I got yeah. them going for thirteen bottom, bottom feeders. feeders. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> I will. I will say this though: be careful on uh, sleeping on the Patriots just a tad. I am. And I, See, and, and that's only because of the respect level I have for Bill Belichick. Not right. for Cam Newton, right? Not for anybody else, but that man, Bill Belichick, knows how to win with or without. Tom Brady. Right. I mean, uh, I don't know whether he can get back to the Super Bowl team caliber. I don't think he's ever going to return back to the Super Bowl. Right. But just be careful because the man is a defensive minded coach. Yes, of course. So of course. He's, he's always going to have a plan for these teams that he's facing week by week. So, uh, you know, nine and eight is good because I have. I think I believe believe I had him going nine and eight as well. Mm-hmm. But I th- no, I think he was eight and nine. So he was off nine. by a game. Yeah. So, so, I mean, our, our predictions were close again. Yeah. Like, like today's like the first time you've seen what I did. Like, I was real secretive about this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I was real secretive. But they was, they was close again. Like, yeah. But I, I'm going to echo your point about New England. Like, 
the Jets and the Patriots were like two of the hardest ones. Like I sat there at least an hour trying to figure them two out. Yeah. And I and I and I gave them a winning record just because they the Patriots and they have a winning tradition in that organization. Yeah, and they expect hardly. They they and I, I mean, really believe that's why he went shopping so heavy, Bill yeah. Belichick, is because the standard in now, New England is to win. Now, their 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 fan base is a, <laughs> can be a bunch of jerks. <sighs> yeah, 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 they are. <laughs> you know, you know what? I usually don't do this, but I'm gonna set it up for him and knock it down. See, a lot of these Patriot fans became fans in 2001. Yep. Mm-hmm. A lot of them fans don't remember. The nineties when they lost to the Packers in the Super Bowl with the old uniforms on with the slanted numbers and stuff. They don't remember that. They nah, just re- nah. they just remember Tom Brady playing against the Rams and stuff. All the glory years. Yeah. That's why, you know, if you if you're a Patriot fan, and if you've been a Patriot fan for like 30, 40 years, I can respect you. So you wear those those rings proudly. Wear it proud. But if you became a fan just 20 years ago, have yourself a coconut smile and sit down. <laughs> like, please. Like, <laughs> that's my little rant. I'm sorry. I had to. I've been waiting to get that off my chest since Tom Brady left. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they definitely felt the post-Tom Brady. Oh, they felt the bad. Last year. So and I, and what I made it bad, what made it kind of crazy, though, was that it was not as bad as we thought. No. Nah. No, nah, I won't as bad. They as still it won seven. Been. Yeah, they still won seven. They still won seven. But they would never see. The thing is, they kind of got spoiled going to Super Bowl year in the out. You know, due right. to him. So right. they would never become that anymore. I don't see them going back. I, I really think they're going to be on a downfall for a while until they mm. figure out, figure out what quarterback <laughs> they're going to choose. Are they going to choose to invest in Cam Newton and continue to give him a cheap one year contract? Because, you know, the Patriots are known for allowing their players to take pay cuts just so they can bring in the Lombardi Trophy. Mm-hmm. But until they figure out who they're going to put their trust in, whether that rookie quarterback they just drafted mm-hmm. or let Cam Newton play his last year in New England and let him hit free agency, they're not going to be the same. And then they also have to rebuild on that secondary because they just lost Jason McCourty. So, Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have a, they have a lot of they got a lot of work to do in New England, but like I said, I really respect Bill Belichick. Um, you know, defensive minded coach man that's seen the game, know the game. You know, sit back, don't really have too much of a nothing to say to the media. See him <laughs> on his note cards writing all the time, so he, he, I think he has a plan. He's like the Batman of the NFL. <laughs> he took it right out my mouth. Like he got a contingency plan for everybody. Everybody, like. It annoys me to see him writing like, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. so so he runs to the left. Huh? And see, you know, the thing, and that, that bothers me, and but see, and see, I understand the science, though. thing about Bill Belichick is he makes in-game adjustments. Yeah. So I remember uh, when they had played, I believe it was the Titans, when uh, Ryan Tannehill kept running out of the pocket. Man, he let that go for, like, Maybe like two downs, and then the next down they had a spy on them, and they took mm-hmm. away the dongle option. So it's like it's it's real entertaining to see how he takes away plays oh, yeah. and make you utilize others. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying he he's a real smart coach. So just for that simple fact, I think you know they definitely That's will what I'm win nine games. 
you know, they might be over being, well, no such thing as over 500, but I think they could get back to that playoff, not Super Bowl, but playoff. Play, playoff, yeah. And yeah. Just, just to really piggyback, like, they do have a tradition of winning. I, I mean, I talked, I was tongue-in-cheek about what I said, even though I meant it for some of those Patriot fans. I feel like they're the only NFL NFL team on the East Coast, but I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but they do have a winning tradition up there, like, I mean, even though it's like within the past 20 years, that is a dynasty. They did more in 20 years than most teams did in 75, 80 years. You know, yeah. one man got seven rings. <laughs> one man. By himself. Man. Took the Steelers crown. We had six. We was bragging about them six for years, and they outplayed us a franchise. <laughs> Not even a franchise. One man, <laughs> one man outplayed a franchise. Like, cause if you if you break it down, like Ben only has two. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Brady <laughs> got seven. Seven. Which I, I really don't count the last one that he just won previously because that wasn't with Patriots. But man, <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, but I mean, it, it's it's neither here nor there. That's why yeah. you love the sport. That's why you love yeah. the sport because. The drama unfolds like you know us guys we watch football and we say oh we going for our favorite team but nah you looking for that drama too man don't don't hey we all do that's the nature of the game well so we're going to sign off man and next podcast episode tv show podcast stream (laughs) doggone cable network news all that type stuff next thing we're going to do we're going to talk about the nfc east Oh, Cowboys, Giants, the Redskins, mo- well, Washington football team, excuse me. Oh, hey, we got and, sponsors. And, and, and Eagles. Man, yeah. So y'all definitely, man, definitely like, comment, and subscribe, man. Please. Uh, talk to us. Tell us whether you agree, disagree with our predictions. Of uh, course. You know, critique the podcast if you would like, and we take heed to all those things. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, we, man, it's, it's been enjoyable today. It's been enjoyable, man. And like, like you said, you know, like, share, subscribe, all that. And you know, we all about getting better, right? With what we do, we all about about investing in our craft and doing what we do. And I'm I'm having a ball doing this. Yeah, man, I'm having a ball doing this. So until next time, this has been Backport Sports Podcast TV Show News Channel, all that good stuff. All and that this stuff. Sh- all that mess because you know that's what we do i was just like hey yo this far man and this car and we up out of here bro we out of here